Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. So I am coming to you from Brazil and I wanted to share my big language project of the year with you guys. And basically last year I took on a brand new language, Korean, uh, but I'm doing something very different this year. This year I am truly diving deep into especially my Portuguese, possibly also my Spanish, but I want to talk about the Portuguese side of things because I know there's a question that comes up a lot for everybody is how do you learn dialects of the language? Because if you're trying to take on any new language, most of the material is based on whatever the standard version of that language is. Like if it's French, it's Parisian French. Uh, If it's Spanish, it might be Mexican Spanish or Peninsular Spanish. And then it kind of gets a little trickier if you want to learn the dialect from a different country or even a different part of the country that you know you're going to be moving to. And this is something I've done time and again And it's something I'm going to be focusing on a lot this year. So I actually had a project way back in 2009 where I tried to learn the Rio dialect of Portuguese. And this involved a lot of different things. So uh, basically the first tip I'm going to give you guys, regardless of the language that you're learning, if you want to learn a specific dialect, The way I always recommend that you do this, and this is something I had done with my Portuguese, is step one is to focus on the standard dialect. Don't worry too much about specific dialects because that's going to slow down the process of learning the general language as it stands. There's usually a lot of really great resources for that standard version. And dialects tend to be minor adjustments to the standard. It can feel like major adjustments, but overall, the differences, once you've learned the core language, are a lot easier to get into the standard. So even if you know you're going to move to a country that has a trickier dialect, I would still learn whatever standard version of the language that you have to learn first. Do that until you've gotten it to a very solid, fluent level, And this is going to help you with so many aspects of the language, like watching TV and listening to the music and following along with other media and talking to people from outside of the dialect. That's because we travel a lot. uh, The whole world travels a lot. You're going to meet people beyond that one dialect that you're learning. So it's very important. And on top of that, you can't really find, depending on the language, but for the most case, you can't really find very, very good beginner materials for specific dialects. So I always recommend you just learn the standard version until you're at a very solid high intermediate. So that's my first tip. And that's something I had done with my Portuguese is I never uh, put a lot of effort into the dialects until I'd gotten the core amount of Portuguese down that I could have true conversations and I was very confident in my language skills in Portuguese. So the next step is when it comes to resources for that dialect, you are going to find it so much easier to search for those resources in the same language. So as an example, whenever someone wants to learn Canadian French, specifically Quebec French, if you do a Google search or whatever in English, 
the resources are going to be kind of limited because anything that is expressing the uniqueness of that dialect, if it's written in a different language, it's not really made for the right audience. And I don't think you'd find that a good amount of resources. This goes for any language. You start looking into the dialect information in your mother tongue in the wrong language, then it's going to be very limited. However, if you do the searches in the right language, then things start to change. If you do a search on YouTube for um, uh, specific dialects of that language you're learning, you're going to find a lot of people doing interviews and having conversations in the language that you've already learned to an intermediate level, the core language, but then expanding and talking about those dialect differences, whether that be basic vocabulary or changes in pronunciation or even minor changes to the grammar. All of that's going to be discussed in the context of the standard language and comparisons to that standard language. So once you know that standard language well enough, it's a lot easier to get that bridge across. So with Rio, or it's called karaoke, or I should say karaoke, they have this uh, stretch to the vowel that I learned when I was getting into it. I found a lot more information in Portuguese than I did in English. Uh, another thing, of course, is having exposure to the right people who speak that language. So you can do searches on YouTube. But another thing I've done more recently that's been quite useful for me with my recent European challenges, and certainly something I'm doing with Portuguese, is to do searches for people making content online, even in other apps like Instagram. And Instagram has a really interesting feature that if you go into its search option and go into the maps, then you can find people's stories from particular places, whether that be cities or beaches or nightclubs or restaurants. And in all of that, you find people who are truly living in that city and who are making content and you can follow them. And following these people, they will be talking to their phone as they're recording stories. And this is truly diving deep into the dialect because they're not doing this for the context of a language learner. They're doing it for people in their own town. Obviously, this is better for not super influencers who have millions of followers, but just the normal people in the town. I also do this for travel reasons, that I would follow a bunch of people from the places I'm going to, just to see like what do they, where do they go to eat and what things are interesting in their town that I wouldn't necessarily think to Google ahead of time. And it's something I really do recommend. It's not something I couldn't do in the first decade or so of my travels. I didn't have access to this kind of a resource. So I found that useful. I do recommend you dive into that. Another thing is to try to tie in the specific aspects of how the flow of the language work. It's a kind of a not, it's a mixture between dialect and just advanced in the language in general. When I was learning Rio Portuguese in 2009, one thing that I did was I actually hired a music teacher, a singing teacher, and they helped me to get into the musicality, the rhythm of their dialect. And these are things that you're just never going to find necessarily written down in a book is how the intonation changes and how the position of your tongue has to adjust. That kind of stuff is very difficult to come across written down and especially in a language learning context. But the music context just has that very interesting extra dimension 
and I found it absolutely fascinating. So more specifically, what I'm doing this year is I'm continuing my project that I want to visit every state in Brazil. And as I'm recording this, I have visited 13 of Brazil's 26 states, and I'm going to add a few more in the first three months of this year. And uh, Brazil has this process where you can stay longer if you extend your visa. So I'm going to look into that later. And if I'm successful and I can stay in Brazil longer or I do a visa run, I leave and come back, whatever it may be. Once I know I can be in Brazil uh, an extra chunk of time, I'm going to continue those travels, most likely in the northern Brazilian states, including the Amazon. And obviously, when I say something like that, people initially think, oh, you're going to learn a tribal language. And that, that is potentially a project I may consider for some day. But for the moment, my interest is still very centrally around Portuguese-speaking Brazilians. And I have a very high level of Portuguese. It's all I need to do most things I'm going to be doing in Brazil. But I feel like my experience is going to be so much richer if ahead of going to each state, I learn that state's dialect. And I'm preparing for my first new state that I'll be going to in uh, about a week. Um, and that is Espírito Santo, uh, which is just northeast of Rio. I have been to a bunch of states around that. I just haven't been to that one. And I've already, just through basic investigation, already learned a couple of ways that they use um, certain expressions and vocabulary different. And I'm going to try to use that while I'm in that state. And as I pick up these things and I meet Brazilians from different states, I'm going to try and use these dialect tricks that I picked up. And it's going to truly open up so many doors for me in terms of making new friends and getting to know people. I know in my case, whenever I meet somebody who speaks English, this is really and truly not that impressive in the day and age that we live in for uh, as I travel if someone speaks English it's like okay fine so an international language whatever but if someone speaks Irish English or Hiberno English this is a completely different experience to me then my eyes light up I feel like they understand a certain aspect of where I'm coming from beyond the necessity of learning business English because you have to do it for your job if they use certain terms of a phrase and certain expressions and vocabulary that we have in the Irish dialect of English, then it just changes how I feel. And I, I feel like I have a better connection with that person. And very, very few English learners ever try to learn my dialect because it's such a small country. So it just changes my perspective. And this is something I want to do to people whenever I meet them is not just show, oh, I've learned Portuguese or, oh, I've learned Spanish, but I've tried to learn the dialect of where you are from, the specific part of your country. And I will give you guys an update if I pick up new tricks. The ones I've already mentioned today are the main ones I'm going to be implementing. Just that and, of course, loads of practice with people and asking them directly what's unique about your dialect and I'll try to take notes and remember for later but maybe I'll pick up some other tricks and I'll share those with you but that's kind of my main project for the first chunk of the year and depending on how long I can spend in Brazil 
if I'm going to be hanging around South America, I may go to another South American country, like for instance, Chile. And it would be a country that I potentially have not learned the dialect of yet. And uh, I have been in Colombia, Argentina and Peru. So if I decide to revisit those countries, I may learn the specifics of the dialects of the parts of the country I'm going to rather than just the whole country. So if I do that, I'll give you guys an update on if I have a Spanish version of the project. But what is definitely happening right now is the Portuguese version. I'm learning the dialects of the states that I'm going to. Brazil is a huge country, fifth biggest country in the world. 26 different states have a variety of Portuguese that I would definitely say is much wider than the variety you're likely to hear across the United States with its 50 states. So I really appreciate that extension of the language and it's something I want to dive into and see if that enhances my experience. Because obviously I'm, a, I'm all about travel, but tr- mixing the travel and the language learning is truly something I'm passionate about. And because I have the Portuguese for it, I want to try and show Brazilians how much I appreciate their language by going very deep into their dialects. So yeah, that is my 2024 main project, is a Portuguese slash potentially Spanish dialect deep dive. And you'll be hearing more from how that project's going uh, later on. I hope you found that interesting. If you have any questions about it, do let me know. And of course, as always, I appreciate your support. And if you guys want to be a part of our language learning philosophy, then join the bootcamp we run. That's languagehacking.com slash BC. And that's going to give you a much closer connection to me and specific coaches who help people with their language learning projects over an intensive three months. And if I see you there, then you can ask me how I'm doing with my projects or ask me questions specific to your language learning projects. So thank you for listening as always. And until the next time, very happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis and produced by Kitachai Boonthong, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and happy language learning.